Welcome to Inspired, a podcast with Monica Black and Anita Helley. Join us on a journey to discovering what has inspired you to find joy in your daily living. Welcome to episode four of Inspired with Monica Black and Anita Helley. Um, today's episode is all about the moon. Lunar. Woohoo. I love, <laughs> we love the moon, obviously. Sage Moon Boutique. I mean, we love the moon. We do. Yeah. Full moon, new moon, um, and every other moon in between. Yeah. Um, in tarot, just in reflection, I want to just talk a moment about what the moon card means to me in tarot. Mm. Kind of a nice way to start it all off. Yeah. Um, so the moon card, when it's pulled, if you think about the moon, she's constantly changing. And so the moon card, when you pull it, means change. And I mean, we're in January. It is a time of change for people. People start wanting to change things in their lives. They they reflect on where we're going and what we're doing. And, you know, you start to think, I need change, you know, be it physical, be it mental, be it emotional. We start thinking of change. So when I when I think about the moon, it brings me to that tarot card of the moon. And, and it's kind of where I start is that. Um, so I just thought, what a cool way to talk about tarot a little bit and what that moon card means. I agree. I think that the moon is definitely all about change. Well, because you taught me how to read tarot cards, for one. But for two, I also see the moon as power. Yeah. It's yeah, a power horse, it. right? It is. There yeah. is so much power in the moon. I mean, think about it. Another planet in our universe is controlling the tides, people. Our water yeah. is being controlled by the moon. Our feminine cycle. Yes! Oh, oh. I love those moments. <laughs> Our flow. Let's yeah, call it, it flow. So flow of water, flow of feminine power. feminine cycle. Yeah. yeah. It also can control a little bit of our emotions. Yeah, absolutely. And some people say it controls kids, yeah. their temperament, <laughs> their attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that people go moon. a little crazy. They do. That's what we hear. You always hear nurses talk about the full moon at the hospitals and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's powerful. Um, so speaking of that, how many people out there do you think know what they can use the moon cycles for? How many people do I think? Yeah. Do you think there's a lot of people out there doing this? Or do you think it's a fairly new... I don't think it's fairly new. I mean, people have been using the moon um, for hundreds, if not thousands of years, for sure. But in today's age, in our society, maybe more so where we live in our community, not a lot of people are tapping into the benefit of using the moon yeah. to get what they want. I agree. Cape Breton team seems to be uh, often a little behind on where things are. So if you're in California and you're listening to us, you probably have full moon circles happening everywhere. However, in Cape Breton, it's a little less. It, you know, it's just kind of coming around where we're seeing these full moon, new moon, goddess moon, whatever, circles sort of popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we often host them. We do. I think about a year and a half ago, I think I started my very first one. Um, and yeah, we started with a new moon, a new moon goddess circle. Yeah, that's and what it was called. Yeah. And we use that moon actually for setting intentions, which is really awesome. 
and we can talk a little bit about that. Or we we'll can start with the new moon. Yeah. Why not? The new moon is where it all begins. Yeah. Right? So the new moon is all about planting those little seeds, people. Yep. It's, yeah. it's putting it in there and, and starting the seed. It's, it's literally, it's the moment that you put the seed in the ground. Mm-hmm. Is what we use the new moon's energy for. And how you take care of those seeds, how you water it, how much attention, how much love you're going to give it, is how the result of that seed will perform. Yep, so it's, it's where your intention's going to come from. Exactly. So you put that seed in, that intention in, you give it to the new moon to really kind of enhance that intention, but it's as the moon goes through her phases where the intention starts to grow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so we feel, I know I feel, that using the new moon um, can help me... Um, get what I want in life, basically. And, and I don't mean, like, win the lottery. I mean really, truly living authentically and realistically, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's about intention setting and goals. Yeah, and I don't I, – I tend, when I use the new moon to make an intention, I tend to make sure that it's an achievable intention for that month because I know I'm going to hit a new moon again right. and I'm going to want to do that, a, a different intention at that point in time. So it's more about my month than it is about my, my year. Like right. There are times when I do set some real yearly intentions. I tend to do that more on my New Year's Day sort of stuff you know I tend to do that on those moments not so much resolutions more intentions my intention for this year is this on New Year's a great time to actually set intentions for you know six months ahead or a full year ahead yes at the beginning of a new year but also during super eclipses yeah eclipses are for the longer kind Mm -hmm. of intentions but you still want to set plant the seeds Every 21 days, really, for um, for a new moon. Even though we Full have moon. a yeah, for, for a new moon, yeah. even though we have a new moon every 28 days, um, we say 21 days because after the 21st day, you will start to release. You're going to start kind of forgetting, not forgetting, but kind of letting go a little bit. If things haven't quite panned out for you, it's okay. You you have a little bit of time here to um to kind of just let it let it go and not let it worry you so much because you're ready for a full moon at this point during the full moon it's a time for you to actually release it's time for you to let go if there's something that isn't working for you it's time to just let that shit go Mm. so you can um start thinking about some things again once the next moon phase happens but yeah. There, there's some pretty amazing things that we also do with the full moon. Oh, the full moon's my girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of my time. A lot of people fear it sometimes. I think, you know, energy is changing. But there's a lot of magic in the full moon. There's something about when I look up to the sky during a full moon and I see the robust wholeness of what that is, I feel like some... A powerhouse. Yeah, I, and I feel like the goddesses are inside of me. Like yes. I feel like I gain something from it that just spiritually enhances what I'm doing. You yes. know, I just love that moment. Um, so I'm going to ask you, Monica, uh, personally, what do you do on a full moon? So my favorite thing to do during a full moon is to take a bath. And I 
you know, I often suggest this to people when they come into Sage Moon Boutique as well. Grab a few of our Himalayan salt rock chunks and throw those in the tub. You don't need to really add any bubble bath or anything like that. This is all about getting rid of things that are no longer serving you. So basically have a nice big bath or hot bath. Um, You can light a candle, uh, have a big glass of water or a glass of wine. (laughs) If you can see my face right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to relax. It's time to really think about something or the things that aren't helping you to get those goals achieved, basically. So I like to write down the things that are no longer serving me, things that I want to let go on a bay leaf. Yeah. There's our bay leaf moment. (laughs) No, I'm going to tell you the real bay leaf moment. So Monica and I have been working together for years, for a couple of years now. And she has these moments of like very exciting moments (laughs) when you'll walk in and you're having a conversation and all of a sudden she will yell something like bay leaf. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, but we were just talking about the hours we were working. (laughs) And, And there's moments. And it might not be bay leaf. It could be something else like... I don't know. Oh, Moonstone. And you're like, oh, okay. But I was just getting the coffee. Like just moments. And so we were preparing for a full moon. Actually, we were preparing for a full moon circle at the time. And we were trying to make sure we had everything together and we were prepared. And all of a sudden from across the room, I hear a great big moment from Monica. Bay leaves. And I didn't know what we were doing with the bay leaves. And I was totally doing something else. And I was like, okay. We you know what? We, I don't know what to do. We live in crazy, crazy time here where, you know, you're trying to get a million things done in a day. So that was my moment of like being more present. I <laughs> needed to get those bay leaves right there, right then. Out, out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah. But what we actually use a bay leaf for is you take the bay leaf and you write down the shit that's no longer serving you. Literally write it on the bay leaf. The bay leaf has a magical sort of vibration to it that will help carry that when you burn it in a candle or in a fire or... Or in a smudge bundle. you can even bury it or throw it out to the water. So there are so many ways that you can get rid of that during a full moon. Mm -hmm. So you can just literally burn those away. So during your your bath for your, or my bath, I should say for my full moon, I write that down on my bay leaf and I have a candle lit because there's something special about having a bath and having a candle or multiple candles for that matter. So I take that moment to really think about the things that are no longer serving me, write it down on the bay leaf and I burn it in the candle. I and love your It's ritual. really safe. I love yeah. your full moon bath ritual. And then, because I've used some Himalayan salt uh, rocks in the tub, those are also pulling out and detoxing everything else that's within my body that I'm also holding on to. Those are the things that I need to, like, get rid of. So once I pull the plug of the tub, all that shit is going down the drain. Love it. Gone. Yep. I love that. Um, my personal full moon thing, other than like crystal bathing, mm-hmm. um, and you know this is I love yours. <laughs> yeah. I like during a full moon. I love to howl at 
the moon. And what's actually happening when I do a howl to the moon is I'm releasing. I'm releasing things that hold me back. I'm releasing my voice of the things I didn't speak about. I'm releasing my heart. I am releasing uh, every little bit of me that I've just kind of held on to. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I do when I howl at the moon. I often still do a bay leaf um, write down and burn. I'm not a big bath person, but every now and then, I think every third moon, I'll take a good full moon bath. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have um, moonstone in my tub anyway. It's mm-hmm. always in our shower area. It's just about because I find a shower very releasing. Anything where water flows over me, I feel like it releases something. So I find with the full moon, I will do a full moon shower, that sort of thing, to release uh, anything else that's holding me. But my howl, my full moon howl is my power moment. Very powerful. Yeah, and I also do something called drawing in the full moon, which you've done with Mm -hmm. me, Monica, where we get women, typically women, and we all hold a power stance with our hands up in the air, and we look to the moon, and we feel her power we feel what that feels like right through our head through our soul down to our feet and we let her just resonate within us and, that's and another we feel like goddesses we, we truly do no, we don't feel it we are <laughs> we, we are. are during that moment a a small moment of a full moon goddess happening there so that's kind of my um personal sort of connection or what i do for yeah. the full moon yeah absolutely and i think both of us put our crystals out do a crystal cleansing always yeah. Yeah. yeah so you know I've often taken my crystals put them on a big tray and I'll put them out I can't tell you exactly where because I don't want anyone to ever come and take my crystals on me but in my on my property um, facing a full moon and they'll get fully charged at that point but what's important I think is to remember to go and get your crystals before that sun comes up the next day. Yeah. So I've often set the timer so that I know exactly, like, when the sun rises, I'll run out, grab my crystals, lose a few hours of sleep maybe, but that's okay. Or just meditate after that. It's all good. If you're not able to do that, though, I do like the idea of just placing them on a windowsill. Yeah. If you can't put them outside, on the windowsill is just as powerful. Yeah. Um, But they like to be outside. They like that moment of breath for sure. Um, yeah, that's the biggest thing we do with the full moon is clean our crystals. Uh, Oh, you know what else is really cool? And I remember the first time I told you about making uh, moon water. Moon water! You you, you hadn't really done it until I'd come into your your life. And I've been making moon water. I've been making moon water for years. And it's just, um, it's literally, I take distilled water, um, in a glass container. I put it outside in the full moon. I usually add crystals, like, uh, moonstone to it and sometimes I put some rose quartz in it just for self-love and some other things like that and I it literally bakes in the full moon and then I use it throughout the year uh, to cleanse things to to give me that little boost I sometimes take a little dropper of it and throw it in my mouth if I'm feeling particularly low during the month which I might add actually on that it's not 100% safe for all crystals to go into water no, no. and for yeah. you to put into your mouth. No. I know when I did make my moon water, I put my crystals outside of the glass jar just to be 100% safe to make sure that we weren't ingesting anything that was harmful. Right. Um, and done in, 
a certain pattern I had done. Yeah, you'd done like a grid with it. Yeah. Or something, yeah. yeah. Anyways, it, I, it's a great thing to do is make a little glass of, of moon water. I, I just love it. It's one of my favorite things that I do. And I and I do that monthly. And it's they're marked. Like, if you ever see my collection, they're like these little glass jars that are just marked full moon 2014. Like, And there's like months of them yeah. just around. And I use them. Um, I have one from every year my child was born. Really? The full moon from the month that they were born. Mm-hmm. And I take it out for special occasions like their birthdays. And sometimes I'll like lace their candles with it on their birthday cake or things like that to bring that special moment That's for beautiful. them. Yeah. It's really great even um, in your bath for, yeah. the, for the next full moon yeah, or absolutely. any other bath, really. You yeah. can really feel the power of the moon. Yeah. In Coming that through little that bit water, of water. Which is really cool. Yeah, so I guess in closing, I think our biggest thing, if you don't have anything else, Monica, and you may. I, oh, I have one more thing, yeah, actually. Yeah, I figured you might have a it's, different note than me. It's not something that I have ever done, and I'm not sure if Anita has either, um, but we're pretty raw here on the podcast, and maybe she'll share it with you if she has. But I have heard from some other goddesses out there that on a full moon – they like to go outside naked. I have totally been naked under a full See, moon. I knew. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me, honestly. Um, through, God. And why would someone do this, Anita? You yeah, might have. it's the purity of feeling the light on your skin. That's where it comes from. Um, and it's different. Like, if you go outside, and I don't do this in the dead of winter, and I <laughs> don't tend to do this in the middle of the city. <laughs> this, is, this tends to be something that's country-based for me. And I am, I am a country girl. I live in the country. So I do have quite a bit of privacy. However, um, I tend to do this when I'm on my land, which is even more country and totally right. deserted. There's nobody going to see me there kind of thing. So it's pretty far out. But anyhow, um, I tend to do it around a fire uh, mm-hmm. typically as well, and that's due to just pure warmth purposes, mm-hmm. really. But um, you you do it so that you're closer to the goddess. That's typically why people um, go clad for full moon I know I personally do it so that I can feel the ground and the sky at the same time on skin which you on on all parts of my skin it kind of comes down to a Wiccan sort of thing where you've been kissed by the goddess in five spots well the full moon is literally kissing your body um without clothing it it, there's no block then it's it's about a block and, wow. and clothing can create a little bit of a block. So, so and it's go. very freeing. It's to take your clothes off in public is probably one of the most freeing things I have ever done in my life. It it's, would be. It's yeah. There's something to it. It's and it, it's not even about anybody else seeing me. It's because it, most of the time nobody has seen me other than maybe my husband and maybe my children at some point in time. But literally, it's it's just this freeing moment of like feeling freed. Of clothing, of buying. Maybe like you're on top of the moon? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that. So there's a lot of rituals that I've done in clad, for sure. Wow. Yep. So maybe the next full moon, maybe I'll try this whole raw. Get naked. Get naked, birthday suit, full moon thing. You can do that in front of a mirror in your bathroom. That sounds safer. <laughs> because nobody actually takes a moment and looks at their body. I'm really not sure if my neighbors... You know, I would so appreciate a <laughs> not to mention my entire building is under surveillance. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I'm so, I forget that you're taped all the time here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, um, I should say that, um, you know, here at Sage Moon Boutique, we've often had plenty of events we had just mentioned, um, but you could pay attention to our Facebook 
and our Instagram page for upcoming events um, so that you can join one of our full moon or new moon circles. Um, you would find it uh, very helpful. Yeah, and if you are in our area in Cape Breton and you would like to attend, give us a call. We'll definitely let you know our next dates and when things are happening um, or send us a message, whatever the case may be, or even just comment yeah. underneath this podcast. We we'll really, really enjoy them, and we think you will too. We would love to see you there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on episode four on All About Moons. Here's a quote by one of our favorite um, Chinese philosophers. His name is Lao Cha, or as I like to say, Lao Cha. If you are depressed, you're living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. Tune in every Wednesday on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play Podcasts. Just hit the links in the description below. Thank you for listening to Inspired. Thank you for listening to Inspired.